0: Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Grace Atwood.
1: And I'm Becca Freeman. And today we have a great guest. We're talking to Caroline Moss from G Thanks Just Bought It about holiday gift shopping.
0: Yes. And so, I'm excited
1: to get some tips because I'm I'm a very hit and miss gift giver, I feel like.
0: I'm excited. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun interview. Um but before we get into it, how are you? I'm good. I'm we, really good actually. We have a new president.
1: I know. That's part of why I feel really good. I feel very relieved in a way that I did not necessarily expect to. I I felt like once the election results came through, I felt like a weight I didn't realize was sitting on my shoulders was lifted. Yeah. I didn't – obviously, I – Knew that I would be happy, but I didn't think that I would feel like physically relieved. And I do.
0: Yeah, I do too. It took me about a week after we got the results to really feel the relief. I don't know. I just was like so nervous the day that they announced it. I was just like, Trump's going to do something bad. And he sure did. But I think I feel relieved now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm also feeling like I'm getting into the Christmas spirit early. Christmas is my favorite holiday, my favorite time of year. Well, that's actually not true because I like summer, I don't like cold weather. Are you getting a tree? Um, I have a fake tree. Okay. I haven't put it up yet. I'm going to put it up this weekend because I want it to be up for Thanksgiving. Okay. But I I thought about putting it up earlier, but I decided not to. Okay. But I have been watching a lot of holiday movies. I've been reading holiday books. Um, I've been burning my holiday candle. So I'm just feeling very, like, cheery. yeah.
0: I ordered a bunch of Fraser Fir candles for my little Charleston cottage, Ooh. so that I can make it smell like a Christmas tree. Because I don't think I'm going to get a tree at the yeah. rental.
1: I haven't ordered any new Christmas candles. You, I stole one from you, but yeah, I have to do. I have to get some Christmas candles. Yeah. So those are those are my highs. What's your
0: high? Um, well, besides the president, that's a high. Um, on Friday, I played hooky in the afternoon. I finished work at like three and I just I went into the city and wandered all around like Rock Center and like up and down Fifth Avenue. There were like none of the windows are really set up but like the Cartier store is all set up like a a jewel box that looks like a big bow and it was fun to just kind of wander and then I went to the MoMA. I hadn't been to a museum in since February maybe.
1: I know I feel like I so infrequently go into the city and when I do I have a very tight agenda. Like I haven't gone in and just wandered. It was literally nice to just
0: wander. Um, And then this week I just have like a lot of social plans because I am leaving on Sunday morning to go to Charleston for six
1: weeks. Well, I'm glad I got my calendar invite and I'm glad that I got to see you. And we're recording the podcast like every Every, day this week.
0: Literally every day this week. Um, So I get a
1: lot of you. I'm in denial. Yeah, it's weird. I'm
0: in denial too. What's your low? My low is just that – it's a little stressful to leave for six weeks, like just figuring you do out. love
1: your stuff. Too. I love all
0: my stuff. Like I just like I don't like to be apart from my books and my art and my things. So how
1: are you doing this?
0: Are you bringing two suitcases? I'm taking two big suitcases.
1: And then are you mailing stuff?
0: No, but I Amazon like all Tyrian stuff, like a litter box and food and a yoga mat for me and like some candles and just like some things I knew I would want. And then I had I had those sent to my mom's attention in Charleston, and she's gonna put them in the apartment. She's gonna get the I'm gonna give her the code to the apartment. She's gonna put it all in there before I get there, because um, we're trying to figure out how to even see each other because we want to be safe. So we're we're. I'm not sure, like, what our plan is, but I'm taking two big suitcases, plus Tyrion's carrier, plus my little carry-on bag. So I'm mostly just packing, like, my clothes and my beauty products. And then things, like, I realized, I was like, I need my Alexa. Like, I can't have six weeks without Alexa. What? Well, yeah, I use the speaker to play music all day. I get the news from her. Like, I'm pretty codependent on my Alexa. Okay. You know what's weird is that didn't turn her on. No, it didn't. She likes to, to introduce herself during the podcast. So I have, like, a list of random things I need to remember. My bala bangles, like, I don't want to, like, work out without weights for six weeks. That would make sense. Just, like, random stuff that I know I'm going to forget. Okay. So it's just, like, it's a lot. And I also like my clothes and my shoes.
1: Well, that, I mean, packing for six weeks is a lot.
0: Yeah. So... I don't know, maybe I'll just shop a lot when I d- I'm down there. Just, it would be so reckless.
1: <laughs> just, like, be in Hampton every day. Oh, my God. I can't go into that
0: store. <laughs> Hampton Clothing is our friend Stacy's boutique, and she has the most incredible eye if you're ever in Charleston when things are back open again. But it's so expensive. I, like, I can't go there. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, you can. I can. I shouldn't. There's also, like, a gap in an anthropology and a J. Crew. So, yeah. And let's be honest, I do most of my sh- shopping online anyway. True. But I, I want to be or, or, organized and like maybe I'll live off of a capsule wardrobe.
1: I'm very excited to see how much stuff you have to ship back because you've Amazoned or bought stuff while you're there.
0: Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> What's your low?
1: I don't really have one. I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Good. All right. Let's do it. Let's get into this interview with Caroline and talk all about gifts. So we are so excited. We have Caroline Moss with us today, and she is the co-author of Hey Ladies with Michelle Markowitz and the author of several children's books. She's also the host of "G Thanks, Just Bought It, a podcast where Caroline and guests like Ellen Hildebrand, Samantha Irby, Zara Rahim, and more talk about their favorite purchases and products. Welcome, Caroline. We're so excited to have you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. We were just joking that this has been such a long time coming because we had recorded another episode together in, like, May. May. Yeah. And it ended up getting scrapped because of timing. And then it was so hyper-specific to that time and place of quarantine that we were like, I don't know if this is relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're back. We are yeah. here. And we are talking about gifting. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited because I am a mediocre gift giver. That's not <laughs> true. I am... A spotty gift giver. Like I'm very hit and miss. Like I either have the best gift for you or like something completely generic. There's totally. no in between. Totally. So I feel like you have all the product scoop. So I'm excited to up my gift game. I will try to get you there this year.
0: So we introduced you, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast for anyone here who's maybe not familiar?
2: Yeah. So um, I mean, yeah, the broad scope of it is that like I write books and then I also like to shop. So I thought, you know, I buy like the weirdest stuff. That's kind of how this podcast started. I was like searching for something super strange on Amazon. I love like searching for hyper specific stuff. So that's kind of how this like came about. I ended up buying this under the desk elliptical, which is literally just the pedals of an elliptical, but you put it under your desk and you can like pump while you work. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to get this. Like, this is, this is the thing. Um, And this was like way pre COVID. This was when I still had the option of like going to the gym or like going outside. And I was like, no, I need this like desk elliptical. And I tweeted about it. And so many people like wanted the link that I just kept going with this thread of stuff that I was like, I bought this and it's like really crazy and it works. And then people would weigh in with their recommendations and it ended up turning into this podcast where, you know, every week, I talk with a guest about what they've just bought or what they've bought that they love or what they keep buying over and over again. And I think what started out as a like a very shopping specific podcast has now become a little bit more of a like a thoughtful consumerism podcast. So over the last year, I feel like my attention has has kind of gone from. Um, writing books. Like I said, I would finish a, a book this year and I didn't, um, for a, mu- a multitude of reasons, but now I'm solely focused on like stuff and <laughs> products and, and shopping. I can't write books cause I'm too busy shopping. Um, but I really think that there's something to, you know, seeing how people are spending their money, especially at a time like this. Um, and, and like what makes people happy and what brings people joy. Uh, and so, you know, that has turned into a huge component of my of my day to day. But I think if you had asked me to t- tell you about myself like a year ago, you would have gotten a completely different answer. But I think everyone would have given a completely different answer.
1: I think my most interesting friends are the people that are like constantly evolving and aren't like static and like I am this in terms of yeah. my, you know, one-liner description.
2: Totally. Yeah, I feel like that's where I am and I feel like this has been like a weird year where everyone's like, you know, trying to figure out what, like everyone has new hobbies. Everyone Mm -hmm. has learned a lot about themselves because we're spending a lot of time with ourselves. And so, yeah, I mean, that's such an interesting question to ask on the coming to the end of whatever we just experienced in the last 12 months.
1: (laughs) So give people a sneak preview. What is the most game-changing product for you that was recommended on your podcast this year?
2: Okay, well, this is hype another hyper-specific thing, but it really changed the game for me. So when I moved to Los Angeles, I was like, I want a pool. All I want is a pool. And I didn't want to move to California. I wanted to stay in Brooklyn, but my husband wanted to move just to try it out. We're both freelancers. We both work from home. So we were like, I guess we could move anywhere. Our timing could not have been weirder. We moved here on February 1st, but all I wanted was a pool. Turns out having house with a pool money is something that (laughs) is... Not in our cards right now. So I was looking for alternatives, and I found this inflatable hot tub, which sounds insane. Which is exactly why I wanted it. I did a lot of research. I I watched YouTube videos about it. It is a like a Coleman. I'm looking at it right now. It's like off my. It, it's off into the patio off my office. Um, I'll show you a picture. It is like this sturdy kind of like PVC rubber. Uh, hot tub it has like a heating tank you fill it up with hose water you put chemicals in it there's a filter system I spent probably the equivalent of like four full weeks in the hot tub this year like I was in that thing every single day and I talked about it on the episode with Tom Everett Scott who is my celebrity crush oh my Um, god I
1: love Tom Everett Scott
2: He's great. He's wonderful.
1: Wait, so do you only use this as a hot tub or during the heat of summer, can you just like not turn on the jets and it's a pool? Correct, Becca. I okay. used it
2: as a pool and a hot tub. Um Ooh, the versatile. summer, yes, versatile. The summer was I've really become my own pool boy. I'm obsessed with like the chemicals and I'm always measuring the pH balance because you can't get funny with chemical. <laughs> like you can't get like, you can't get know it all y with like a thing of chlorine, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you will literally kill yourself if you, if that is the, if you don't pay attention. But I've been, I was very, I'm very meticulous about the hot tub care, but yeah, in the summer when it would get up to like a hundred degrees here, I would just not heat it and I would let it kind of like sit in the high seventies, eighties. And it was perfect. It's, you know, I'm the only one who uses it. So I don't need like a full pool. I just need like some water to submerge in.
1: Oh man. Like never mind having pool money. I don't have pool outdoor space. So I have right. to aspire to that first. But that's such a good idea.
2: The thing about the hot tub that was really interesting was that I bought it when I bought it in January. It was the first thing I bought when we were buying things for this house when we moved. Like the hot tub showed up in Los Angeles before I did. Like it was on our deck before I got here.
1: So how much is a
2: inflatable hot tub? So that's the thing. So I paid $350. In oh, that's January not bad at all. It. It's not bad. But when coronavirus came and everyone realized, oh, we're gonna be at home, like the pools aren't opening this summer, or my kids are gonna drive me nuts. I need to get them something for like people were buying these en masse. So I recommended it. I mean, I I, I didn't recommend it officially until April, but I was talking about it since January. So there were a few listeners who got in on the ground floor and paid $350. And then in april the price went up to like 1400 dollars. oh my
1: god hot tub inflation
2: yeah hot tub inflatable hot tub inflation oh um, man oh my god a few weeks ago it was back down to 4.99 so i had to alert people i was like if you didn't you know this winter's looking a lot similar to last winter if you didn't move on it move on it now um Yeah. I mean, 350 is like the base cost. And I want to be very honest about that. Run the electricity bill for running a hot tub, expensive. And also the chemicals are not cheap and you have to replace the filter. So it's like, you know how people who have pools, I don't know if if this is like a worldwide phenomenon or maybe it's something just my mom says over and over and over again. But like, I always wanted a pool growing up and she was like, I don't want a pool because pools are like another thing you have to take care of. Like the maintenance of a pool is expensive and time consuming. And when you live in the Northeast, almost not worth it because you only really get like two nice pool months, you know, a year. And I would say the same on a smaller scale for the inflatable hot tub. You know, the cost seems really low up front. But like you have in order to keep it like safe and clean, you do have to like invest money into keeping it safe and clean. But I I'm it's the best money I've ever spent. I honestly am obsessed with it.
1: Wow, that is not what I expected to hear when I asked you for a product <laughs> recommendation. But I, I'm i here for it. It's I, like I said, it's very specific to me. The biggest game changer for
2: the podcast, I think was the what we dubbed the the garden witch overalls, which were are these like linen cottony overalls that Kate Bayer, the author, the poet Kate Bayer, um, whose book just came out recently, recommended. And she was like, I bought them off Amazon. They were like $25, you know, size up. I've lived in them all summer. And then all of a sudden I was getting all of these pictures from listeners being like, I bought them, I bought them. And it's very Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants type thing. Like everyone looks amazing in them. Like tall people, short people, bigger people, smaller people. Everyone looks amazing in these overalls. So that has become, I think, the the game changing recommendation for like the community at large. But I, I'm in my hot tub still.
1: I like that your community has a uniform. I feel like we need a bat on yes. paper uniform and I don't know what it's gonna be. Oh, you guys definitely need to you just have to, yeah. We can figure that out. We can figure that out together. Okay. before we get into gifting, the other thing I want to know is, is anyone eyeing anything for Black Friday? I'm not. And I feel like I want to be. (laughs) I know we were talking about
0: this at dinner. I'm not either. I I mean, I'm a blogger. I get sent so much stuff. I'm like, I don't want more stuff. I don't know. I'll probably do a little gifting. I'll probably buy blankets for my family and um, a few other little things, but nothing for me.
1: Yeah, I feel like I have on Black Friday two things that I usually always get. So I usually always get Bomba socks because I love them, but they're expensive and they always have yeah. a Black Friday thing. I don't actually need socks this year, so I probably won't get that. And then I always get underwear. I don't know how Grace and I's friendship has survived this because she thinks this – I could, like just the look it's on her so face bad. right now. So I, I basically only wear underwear from Aerie and they're th- they're <laughs> 10 for 30 on black friday (laughs) so i you know i stock up on three dollar underwear luckily
0: we don't pick friends based on their underwear because i don't see you in your underwear yeah i i I have a penchant for nice underwear
1: but caroline what are what are you eyeing or what are your always for black fridays
2: well i'm uh, similarly to becca i get i stock up on all of my like kind of things that like underwear like socks like the weird things at target where it's like, Oh, if you spend $50 on like cleaning supplies, you get a $15 gift card, like stuff like that. I'm like, all Oh, I
1: didn't that. know that.
2: Oh yeah. They do that periodically. I'm constantly like buying detergent in bulk because I'm like, <laughs> give me the $10 gift card. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very specific about the underwear that I wear as well. So I feel you on that. What are um, yours? Is that cute?
1: intimate? No, question? it's not
2: weird at all. Do you guys know the brand NYX? Mm-hmm. K-N-I-X. Okay. They have this amazing like high rise underwear. That's also like the period kind of underwear. And so I'm just obsessed with it. I've t- I mean, this is, I'm like totally like no shame. I don't care. I have the weakest pelvic floor in America. Every time I sneeze, I like pee. So this has been
1: like a very game changing product okay. for me. But they but they're expensive. It's like $40 for a pair of underwear. They're super expensive. I bought a sports bra from there which I ended up returning. It it was like too intense, but it was like so expensive.
2: Yeah, it's they the underwear is amazing. I had I had a bra from them, the Evolution bra, like it it was very much marketed on Instagram and I think I like kind of dove in from there. But did you feel like it was just like did you feel like your boobs were, like, touching your back? Like, that's how hard it was. Yeah, like, like it was, press, like, bondagey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, well, it stretches with you. I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> like, I don't have time for it to stretch with me. I'd like it to fit. <laughs> like, when I tried on, yeah. this thing cost $70. More than I that. Really... I feel like it was, like, 100 and something. Okay. Really? I think so. Wow. Wow. Grace, would you, would you spend over $100 on a sports bra?
0: Yeah. I think so. <laughs> if it was a good one. I mean, I don't have huge boobs, so a sports bra is not, like, where I'm going to spend my money. Like, I, I I wear – and I also do, like, mostly low-impact exercises, so I wear, like, a crop top. Like, the Outdoor Voices one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, like, concerned. Like, if I was back in my running days, absolutely. But I'm more likely to spend $100 on a pair of leggings than a sports bra.
1: I was on a I sports bra quest <laughs> last Black Friday, and I tried so many of them, and I ended up with – I was looking for like a high impact one. And I ended up with this Under Armour one, which you can get on Amazon. It's like $34. It's not expensive. Mm. And I tried, oh my God, I tried so many. And it was by far the best one and also like one of the cheapest ones. Really? Yeah.
2: Okay, you have to send me a link. I'm always on the hunt for a sports bra. I also buy a lot of leggings. I think the thing about Black Friday this year for me is that a lot of purchases. I, we have all the electronics we need. I can't bring in one more like, you know, there, no, I don't need a TV. I don't need like a convection oven. So I'm not on the hunt for like any big kind of like Best Buy type deals. But I feel like Black Friday for me ends up becoming sort of like an aspirational moment for the year ahead. It's like, oh, maybe this year, like I'm going to be the kind of person that goes like for picnic. So I should get this picnic basket that's like 50% off and like it comes But I feel like I have no expectations for 2021. So I'm like just buying sweatpants. Like if I can find like a matching sweatsuit and old Navy has like a bunch, I'm stocking up on those. I'm stocking up on sweaters and socks. So like a lot of boring stuff, but I can almost, you know, I can kind of see where this year is going to go and i feel like i can't really get ahead of myself. like a lot of stuff i would buy would be like travel related and i don't think i'm traveling that much this year <laughs> if at all. so i don't know. i think i've i've i'm mostly going to spend it
1: on, you know,
2: gift shopping for other people.
1: okay. well, that's a good segue. let's get into gifting. yes.
0: yes. so, caroline, what is your yeah. general gifting style? would you say you're a good gift giver?
1: i'm i'm a good
2: I think I would I would I class would classify myself similarly to Becca in that if I like if I'm inspired and I find something that's like so on the mark I can do amazing things if I'm doing a general gift I feel like I'm boring and kind of mediocre like I'm not that creative in getting somebody a gift when I don't know exactly what to get them so. When it comes to like personality type driven stuff, like I can find good things. But if it's like, oh, I just have to bring something generally to the party, I really cop
1: out usually. So Um, how do you do gift giving within your friend group? Do you like exchange gifts with everyone? Is it only like best friends? Like who gets a gift?
2: We have not been doing – friend group gifts. Okay. We've never we have never really done friend group gifts. This year um I'm spending Christmas with a friend um and her husband, so I am getting them gifts. Um they're also on the west coast and we're obviously not traveling home for Christmas, so we're going to spend it together, test, quarantine, etc. Um but this will be the first time that I really like have to Kind of go all in on something, but yeah, usually my friend group like does not do okay. gifts. What we would usually do, which again, like this year changes everything, what we usually would do would be like a big dinner, a big like potluck, and people would kind of put their time, energy, and money into like making that kind of an event, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily available to us this year. So maybe there will be something um, that we do gift related, but again, I feel like everyone's mentality is like. I don't know that I need more stuff. I don't know. I don't know that I need anything.
1: So I feel this year like I want to give people more gifts because I feel like gift giving. So my love language is not receiving gifts. I I don't generally care, but I do like giving gifts. So Same. I feel like it's mm-hmm. a way to like Me too. bring joy in 2020. And it's like I haven't been spending money. I like don't have anything better to do that. It's like I feel like I'm going to expand who I give gifts to this year that I yeah. might not otherwise just to be like. I don't know, just to have something to shop for.
2: Absolutely. And it also is, feels kind of normal. Like this yeah. is the time of year where you buy the gifts and like nothing about this year has felt normal. No one has done anything that they've ever done in the years prior. And so this is the one time of year where it's like things are familiar. And so yeah. I feel like really leaning into the gift giving makes a lot of sense.
0: Let's take a quick sponsor break. Today's episode is sponsored by Castatex. You've heard us talk about Castatex before, and they are one of our favorite resources for all things bedding, bath, and home. I am obsessed with their cozy throw blankets. I have one on my bed right now. It's so soft. And their towels. Particularly, they have these oversized bath sheets, so you can just like swaddle yourself after a bath or a shower, and they're amazing.
1: Oh, that's good to know. I actually need new towels, and I like a good bath sheet.
0: That's good to know. I love their
1: towels. So for me, it's their sheets that I love. So I have their Eucalyptus percale sheets, and they are so good. It feels like hotel sheets.
0: I have those too, and they're so breathable and help keep you from getting hot
1: because I get really hot at night. I'm obsessed with them. I feel like right now because I can't travel, having like the hotel bedding experience is as close as I'm going to get. But every time I put these sheets on, it makes me so happy because they're just so like wonderful and crisp.
0: Yeah, they're the best. But what we're t- going to tell you about today is that just in time for the holiday season, Casatex has teamed up with Sarah Bill Interiors on what they're calling their Lounging Ladies Boudoir
1: Collection. Yes, yeah, so Sarah is a world-renowned interior designer, and the collection is so exciting. Sarah is known for combining low-key and elegant elements with a youthful, chic flair grounded in practicality.
0: Yes, and each piece evokes a time when getting ready to go out was just as important as the evening ahead. Remember going out?
1: Oh my god, yes. It feels like 8 million years ago, the olden days. So the three-piece collection is casually elegant, warm, comfy, and livable.
0: Yes, and it includes a silk printed eye mask and pillowcase set enclosed in a matching pouch, a gorgeous terry zero twist robe with an oversized shawl and deep pockets, and a linen and cotton blended throw blanket in bold hues.
1: And best part, it's all under
0: $200. Yes, it is the perfect gifting price point, but that's not the best part. You're going to say the best part.
1: So the best part is that we have an offer for you. So... You can get 20% off the collection or anything on their site when you go to casatex.com, that's K-A-S-S-A-T-E-X.com, and take 20% off site-wide with code BOP20. And it will work with the Sarah Bill Bain collection. And everything site wide, excluding Eberger, One Hotel Collection, the gift box, and gift cards. So again, that's casaTex.com and code BOP twenty for twenty percent off. And if you want new fancy sheets, I treat yourself.
0: Do it. Let's get back to the episode.
1: Okay, so I came up with five buckets of people who might be on your list, not mm-hmm. your Caroline, like your our listeners. Yes. and we each brought a gift idea for this fictional person. So let's, (laughs) let's get into it. So, okay. okay. What did you bring for a mom gift or a mother-in-law gift? Okay. So this is a gift
2: that I have, this is a big podcast recommendation. Okay. Um, And it is a gift I have given both my mother and my mother-in-law already, Mm -hmm. but it was a huge hit for both. I got them the Revlon the one step volumizer, the hair dryer. Okay. Um, they loved it. Both of them. Uh, I can, I get selfies from them all the time being like, I use my Revlon. I use my Revlon. Um, it is, it's like $60 and I got it with like a, like a couple other like normie things, like a sweater or whatever. But this gift I think is a fun mom gift because if your mom is anything like mine, like she's not super like she, she does her routine the way she has always done her routine. My mom is 66 years old. She's not necessarily like introducing new things to her self-care regimen. Like she has her lotion that she likes. She has her perfume that she likes. She wears, my mom wears ballet slipper by Essie on her fingers and toes does not deviate. So I feel like introducing like a kind of fun hair tool was a risk, but it paid off. And it was, it's been very nice to kind of hear how she's like, I just like love the magic that she has found in it. She's like, I don't have to use a, a like a round brush and a hairdryer. Like it's a, it's a hairdryer that is a round brush that <laughs> has not gotten old yet. <laughs> and it's really fun. It's just like fun, you know, like, like our, our parents aren't like looking at, you know, it's not like my mom's watching TikTok for like self care tips. You know what I mean? So this was sort of a really fun, like Thing that I know she wouldn't have bought for herself, and it was, a, it was, ended up being a big hit for her. What did you guys think for a mom?
1: Okay, so I think the ultimate great like mom gift, older, any older lady in your life is um, the Barefoot Dreams cardigan. So, okay, I mean, I'm a big f- fan of Barefoot Dreams, anything. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like that super soft, um, it's not fleece, it's like
0: it's like almost like a chenille fabric, like it's really yeah. soft. It's like if you made fleece out of chenille. I know what you're talking
1: about. So it's like really soft fabric. They have – I love the socks, which I think would be like a great accompaniment if you need something else. But they have this cardigan and it's like a one size – fit. I think there's two sizes. I think it's like small, medium, and large, extra large. But it's like super forgiving size-wise. So you don't have to worry about sizing. And it's like kind of just this open cardigan that I wear it around my house like when it's cold in the mornings. But like I think – you know, other other people might wear it out. And it is just like so comfy and cozy. Yeah. And I think like the Barefoot Dreams cardigan would be a perfect gift. It is a little expensive. It's over a hundred dollars, but usually on Black Friday, Nordstrom has it on sale. Mm-hmm. So you can okay. usually get it for like eighty nine or so. But yeah, I think a Barefoot that's Dreams cardigan is like the ultimate mom gift. Yeah. That's that's a good that's a great idea. I should consider
2: that because i feel like again my mom is like but i have a bathrobe like i have something that i wear
1: around the house but like
2: not you know i feel like maybe an upgrade is necessary
1: i think so it's like so cozy nice grace what did you bring as a mom gift so
0: i'm gonna bring i have a few ideas one is a cbd bath soak my mom i got her the equilibria um CBD bath bombs and she loves them. So I thought that was kind of funny, like, you know, CBD and parents, but my mom, (laughs) my mom likes it. And, um, she said she's noticed a big difference in like sore joints and stuff. And there's also another one from Lord Jones, which is a lavender fragrance. And so based on what their scent preferences are, I would do either the Lord Jones lavender or the equilibria lemongrass. Um, I would do a nice robe. Um, like If she's a traveler, maybe one of those robes from a hotel, like the Four Seasons sent me their robe and it's my favorite thing. It's like this just so cushy and it feels like she's traveling. Um, Or, oh, the doctor bought her face cream. It's it's very expensive, but like who's more worth it than your mom? Right. Um, And then lastly, a night pillow. We talk about this in our ads with night pillow, but it's so true. I think a night pillow is like such a great gift because you're also giving them the gift of a better night of sleep and it's just I think it's the best pillow ever. I've gotten it for both of my parents and they like it.
1: I like like giving something fancy but practical as a gift where it's like you wouldn't necessarily buy it yourself because you would think twice about the price Yeah, because the night pillow is expensive like it's like $150 is that right? Yeah. You can use our code BOP20.
0: No, it's BOP30 now. Oh, for this month, yeah. For November.
1: (laughs) Um, But it's expensive. So I think I would bat an eyelash buying it for myself on a random Tuesday. But, you know, like gifting it to your mom, like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. We, a few years ago, we did a few things that were like, I mean, my mom, I mean, like I said, like, you know, the things that we know exist aren't necessarily the same things our parents know exist. And like a few years ago, we got my mom, like, as like stocking stuffers, like a bunch of 10 foot phone chargers so that she could like, like, she didn't even know you could buy a 10 foot phone charger. And I got texts about the 10 foot phone charger for like four months. <laughs> like, I love, it. Like, I love it. Like the outlet's over there, but the couch is over there. And now I can be like, I can blah, blah, blah. And like, um, like a fully charged, like Mofi, like things that like have come up in the past where it's like, you know, there are solutions to these problems. You know, like, you know, Mm -hmm. that like, if your phone dies, while you're out, you can have you can have a charger in your bag that will charge your phone while you're out. Like, these are things that like, she would just not think of. I feel like putting together kind of like, and along with like, these cozy at home items, because we're like, not not like my mom's going to be out for long enough to need to recharge her phone in 2021. But maybe in the future, like, I feel like all of these items were, like you said, Grace, like, I know you're not going to buy this yourself, but this is going to make your life better. I feel like mom's especially moms love that kind of stuff
1: i like your strategy of of like blowing your mom's mind with things yeah. you know about from the internet that she <laughs> wouldn't know
0: about <laughs> yeah yes
1: you're just going to be like the 100%. coolest, like <laughs> yeah. most in the know person.
2: And like, as you can tell, it's not that hard. It was a 10 foot phone charger, but like, and I made that as like, you know, my, like I, I was like, okay. I said to Dan, my husband, Dan, I was like, okay, I'm going to get like these, char- you're going to give my mom these chargers. Like this is going to be part of the gift. And she'll like text me every day. Like, oh, tell Dan, I love that charger. I love that charger <laughs> so much. I love like.
1: I know. I didn't know this could be that easy, but here we are. Okay, so what about a sister or a best friend? Like you know, top tier somebody that you're going to spend some money on, but who is your age? Not you're not going to blow her mind with a ten foot phone charger.
2: Correct. Um, so I have a I have a sister. She's twenty five. Um, well, she's almost twenty five. And this year, I'm going to hope that she's not listening. I'm getting her the Olive and June manicure and pedicure, like full sets um because like shop like she loves a manicure and a pedicure she's not good at doing them herself i've seen her work and olive and june does like this whole thing where it's like you know the cuticle oil the buffer like five mm-hmm. different colors and they just came out with this pedicure set that like props your foot up so i'm doing like the full at home manicurist treatment for her and i'm also going to when she graduates from that, i'm getting her um I'm also putting in the gift like things to do like ombre nails or like the little tape that will let you do like designs on it. She's definitely not there yet. She can't even not paint her skin while she's painting her nails. But I feel like once she graduates, she'll be good at this. So I'm going to like put together like an entire home spa, essentially. But I would get this for I think the whole Olive and June, like either the manicure, the pedicure or both together are like a good best friend gift because I miss manicures so much. I got one in a parking lot uh, in September, the nail salon near me was like doing parking lot manicures. And it just felt so amazing. And I haven't been back since. And Grace, I know you love a manicure too. Um, But yeah, I just feel like kind of gifts that are centered on doing things at home are going to be important for the next couple of
1: months. So that's where I'm heading with this one. I
2: like that. I like
1: that it's like an experiential gift. Yeah. Grace, what did yeah. you What did you bring?
0: Well, I was going to build off of what you were going to bring because oh, you, want me you said you put down your, what I would bring, but I have other ideas. Okay.
1: Too. So I said, and these are, so I feel like this category is the category where I either really excel Or I kind of fall apart and throw money at the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't know what to get somebody that was like personal to them and their interests and like who they were, I would get... So first is a robe. And I am like a robe fanatic. And I'm also very specific about robes. So I I tend to like a thin robe, not like a thick hotel robe. And my two favorites are Notorious Shangri-La robe, which I think is around $90. Mm -hmm. And then Print Fresh. Um, has these very thin robes that are like very cute prints so depending on like what type of person they were one of those two robes um and then the other thing that i love for a friend gift which is so generic but i always appreciate is an expensive candle so, Yeah, like, a candle that you would not you would feel guilty spending your own money on so like you know like something in the seventies. oh i don't dollars. feel guilty Okay, but
0: you were looking at me. I don't feel guilty. Because you're the only person <laughs> in this room. I know.
1: In theory, the person <laughs> feels guilty buying
2: that. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Most of my no other- one no one hates an expensive candle. Right. Yeah, like,
1: not the kind that you would just like burn at home, whatever. Like I'm talking like so my favorite ones are by treehouse candle.
0: Yeah. Which mm-hmm.
1: is like a very like treey green candle. Um, like Lilabo santal 26 yes or a diptyque candle like a, a roses or a bays like i feel like are pretty
0: yeah or the feu de Bois. that's the um it's, it's like smells like a fireplace it's so good
1: mm-hmm. so i feel like getting somebody a very nice candle that th- would make them feel special but they wouldn't be buying for themselves. So not a good gift for Grace because she's just buying herself no. $70 candles on the rack. I, I get
0: so psyched when someone gives me one because then I don't have to buy it. But I, I'm i just saying, I don't think people should feel bad buying themselves a $70 candle when it's a pandemic and we're stuck at home. Treat yourself.
1: I don't know. I usually buy like $25 candles that I'm burning on a regular basis. Like I really like Brooklyn Candle Company, yeah. which you can get at Whole Foods, they're so like $25. Um, but I'm not usually buying and burning yeah. Really expensive candles on the day to day.
0: I mean, I'm not really either. I buy the um the Maison Louis Marie number no. four, which right. smells like the Le Labo one. Oh, and that's, but. Yeah, and that's thirty-four dollars. And I always get like four or five of them during the Sephora sale, so that it's twenty percent off. Yeah. So I I hear you.
2: But I, I wear that I wear that perfume, the number no. four. I did not even know they made it in candle form. Oh, the, oh the candle's yeah. great. I'm really excited. It's such a good um, dupe for the um Le Labo one. Yeah. I will say if there's anyone listening who like because I feel like everyone's I will say that a thing that has come up on, on G Thanks is that everyone's definition of an expensive candle is different. So there, you know, I think that like the, like I would consider probably like a diptyque to be like at the top of what I'm willing to spend on a candle, which can be between like 70 and 90 depending. Yeah. Um. But there is a, an amazing, uh what well, I'm losing my like balsam Fraser Fur kind of scented candle that Nicole Cliff recommended years ago and I bought it off of her recommendation and now I buy a million of them. It's like the Times candle. It it's called Fraser Fur, right? I think it is called yeah, Fraser Fur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's it one is- of my go tos as well. Really? It's yeah. so good. I would I burn it honestly all year round. Like constantly. Yeah. It's so good. And it's like $30, but I recommended that to somebody as like a, a lower end Price point, And then I got like scolded for saying that $30 was a lower end price point. But I feel like if you're going to enjoy like there's nothing worse than than lighting a candle that is going to give you a headache. And sometimes like a more expensive candle can lead to like a, a better scent experience. Absolutely. Uh, but everyone can can do their own. But just like you said, like I found uh, Mason Louis number four as a, a dupe for santal 33 as a perfume but you guys can also look for like a lot of candle dupes because they exist and it's a, a whole world that you can get lost in it can mm-hmm. become like a quarantine hobby
0: yeah
1: i also like the i stole this from you you gave it to me nest has it's not a freezer fur it's like
0: the nest holiday candle the holiday not candle. The, or the birch one
1: no it's a different one it's oh. like a cypress tree one or something oh. it's it i yeah. hadn't smelt it before but it's also a very good christmas candle okay okay great so you were gonna build on mine so what else
0: um i would build on those i believe that giving someone a nice candle is a very good and thoughtful per- personal gift someone said nothing says i don't know you like a candle i'm like no that shows that the person knows me because that's what i want i um, agree but i would also say if they're stressed out right now a headspace meditation would, um gift card would be so nice um, I love Deuce and Deuce and towels. Like, I think that one of those little luxuries people don't always want to spend on themselves is Deuce and Deuce and has these amazing bold striped hand towels. Like, you know, get them a $35 hand towel. Um, or the Kleur body oil, which smells like orange blossom. They're a small black-owned skincare brand and I'm obsessed with everything they make, but that body oil is like the most luxurious thing ever. And nice. then my last one is a funny embroidered pillow from Jonathan Adler or Furbish.
1: Oh my god, the pillow. You got Alex is so funny.
0: It says when they go low I get high cuz she likes this, she likes her pot. So <laughs> I thought it was perfect given I gave it to her early given the election and everything.
1: But it's also just so funny cuz it's a needlepoint pillow that's yeah. like so froofy. Yeah. Let's take one last quick sponsor break. So today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. So I already put in my HelloFresh order for next week because if I'm going to be cooking for Thanksgiving, I am not about to stress about dinners for the rest of the week. So HelloFresh has truly become my savior on busy weeks and weeks when I just don't have the mental bandwidth to meal prep and shop. So HelloFresh has easy and delicious recipes with simple steps and photos to guide you along the way, and each recipe is ready in about 30 minutes. And I really love the variety. They have more than 20 chef-crafted options every single week, so you can break out of a recipe rut if you've also been cooking the same five meals on repeat. And they have something for everyone with options for 20-minute meals, low-calorie, vegetarian, kid-friendly, and more. So the other week, I got their beef and poblano enchiladas, which was very fun because I've never made enchiladas at home before, so I totally got to learn something new, and it made a regular Tuesday night feel like something special. And also, I can safely say that my homemade enchiladas, courtesy of HelloFresh, are delicious and much easier than I expected. If you're skeptical, HelloFresh is so flexible. You can easily change your delivery days or meal plan preferences to fit with your schedule, or you can skip a week whenever you want to right from the app. They also have extras you can add to your order, like additional proteins, breakfast on the go, their 10-minute lunches, or dessert options so you can stock your fridge in addition to your selected meals. Also, we love that HelloFresh is committed to giving back. So far in 2020, they've donated over 3.5 million meals, and you can help too with HelloFresh's Beyond the Box program, where you can donate nutritious meals to those experiencing food insecurity with just a couple of clicks in the app. If you're ready to try HelloFresh, we have an offer for you. Go to HelloFresh.com BOP90 and use code BOP90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash BOP90 and use code BOP90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Back to the episode. What
0: about a child that is not your own?
1: Caroline, do you want to hit it first? Well,
2: I mean, I, all of the children that I know that are not mine, and I don't have any, so mo- it's all of them, um, are way too young to understand that I'm giving them a gift. So I don't actually even mind going to the parents and being like, A, what do you need? Or B, what is this child interested in? Um, And a thing that I have gotten multiple friends, kids. Okay. So it is basically like this tiny piano and it has a little microphone attached. And it like like has a, it's probably very annoying for the parents, but Uh, it's been a hit with the children. That's all I care about, but like it has a little bit of a, um, what is it like an SD card insert. So like you can literally like have the child, like just sit and bang a song and like yell into the microphone, but it'll like record. And then you have this like little cute recording of them when they're like one and a half years old, just playing, which I feel like parents are like, Oh, I don't need that because that just goes in my head on repeat every day. And I'm sick of this noise. But when those children get older, it's a thing that you're going to miss and also like not be able to recall on demand as much. And I feel like it's been a very big secret hit for the parents to be able to have a thing that sort of like can have a little bit of a memory of that age. So it is this, let me get it. Uh, That's a very cute idea. Yeah. It's so cute. I get lots of, and I mean, yeah, everyone records stuff on their phone. It's a different time. Like I have, there's no there's no evidence that I was ever two years old. Like my parents didn't have a video camera at the time and no one was like taking a ton of pictures of me, but I feel like it's just something kind of special that you wouldn't necessarily um, think that you would like miss uh, when the children get older. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You know what? I'm losing the link. I'll bring, I'll bring it up and so you can have it, but it's very, it's very cute. I think it cost me like $45 to, to like a $55 range. And I got them for three different kids and I think it's still, I still get videos like every once in a while, like they're still playing with the piano. They're still screaming into the microphone. And I can't tell if it's sent with a like, thanks so much. Thanks a lot. But <laughs> if the kids like it, it's fine by me. But kids are hard because kids, because parents can be really specific about like what they want their kids to be playing with. I feel mm-hmm. like yeah. like wooden, wooden toys are like really in right now or people don't want like battery operated stuff. And I, I get that. But I think there's no shame in like asking a parent. Like if you're giving a child a gift, then, you know, run it by the parent first. But my recommendation would be this little piano.
1: Grace, what are you bringing for a child that is not your own?
0: Magna tiles. They are always such a huge hit. Um, they're, if you're not familiar with them, they're these like flat shaped bricks with magnets on the sides. Kids love them. And I thought that they would be too old for my niece who just turned two, but she's building these huge towers with hers. So I think that they're really a good I- gift for any child above two. I mean, I could play with magnetiles for hours. They're so, they're so fun. Um, and then I also, there's a squishy light up ball. If you guys go to my Amazon shop, it's amazon.com shop slash Grace Atwood. There's a whole aunt life section in there with like all of my aunting picks but they there's a squishy light up ball and you squeeze it and like there's mesh over it so the like the goo kind of overflows
1: it's like unclear if it's meant for a child or like a ravey adult yeah
0: and then if you throw it on the <laughs> ground it lights up my niece is obsessed with them and she's broke a few of them so like i just keep buying them because it's really <laughs> gross when it explodes like she can be a little aggressive with it but i don't care like she just loves them so much
1: i've seen them in action really cute. yeah so I feel like my go-to for a kid is impractical clothing mm-hmm. that you're, that a parent would be like, they're going to grow out of this so fast, I'm not spending money on this. So I'm totally. a very big fan. When one of my friend's uh, kids was a baby, he's now like eight, I got him this baby leather jacket. That was like deeply impractical, but it was like, it brought me so much joy. He probably wore it twice. I don't even care. But you know, like I was like, I'll spend $60 on your kid having a leather jacket that you would be like, this is a terrible investment. Right. So I like that. I also like baby shoes. But so this baby year, shoes. I got um one of my best friends just had a baby. He's four months old. And um so I got this in advance because I feel like It's Christmas themed, so you need it earlier. But I got him Mm -hmm. these Christmas pajamas from Monica and Andy, and they're so cute. They have little um, like string lights on them, like printed on them. It's not actual light up pajamas, but they're like the sweetest pajamas. And they also make them for adults. So if you're like doing Christmas card photos or something, you can have like the whole family in them. But they have all different iterations of the pajamas. But I was like, these are so sweet. I love that. Where do you get the leather jacket for a baby? It depends. So that leather jacket I got at Gap Baby, Gap Kids. Um, mm-hmm. Monica and Andy do have really cute bomber jackets. I don't think they have a leather jacket, but they have some, like, cute statement jackets for kids. I also like Janie and Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I, like, I go in for, like, the most impractical clothing that a parent would not buy their kids. But, like, I would delight in getting pictures of their kids wearing. Totally. Yeah, that's a cute idea. I love that.
0: What about a um, like token under $20 like secret Santa gift?
2: Um, So this is something that I came across the other day at Nordstrom Rack. It was like, you know, one of the impulse purchases, like when you're waiting in line, there's like bins or like little stands of things and they're like all under $15. And I found this and I bought it and I'm so obsessed with that. It's called the Lexon Mino and it's a Bluetooth speaker that is this big. I'm holding it up so they can see. Um And it works like really, really well. And I think it was like $12. And this I feel like is a very good, either like stocking stuff, or like office Christmas party or whatever your office is doing this year, Zoom or whatever, like everyone always needs, this is like a thing that I was like, okay, I would put this in my bag fully charged and then it's just there and it's not taking up space and it's not weighing me down and it's not something I have to remember because I feel like ultimately anytime I'm I'm in a park, it's like, oh, I wish I remembered the Bluetooth speaker, but like no one remembers the Bluetooth speaker. This thing is so small. That it can just like live in your bag and then you can take it out when you're at the beach or at the park or doing some socially distance hangs in the backyard. And it's like cute. It's like a thing that you kind of assume like wouldn't work or like would crap out. But now I've been, I've used this every day for a week and I actually am really impressed by it. And it was like 12 bucks and it comes in all of these different colors. And I don't know. I think it's like really cute. And I think it's very different. I feel like I've done enough office under $20 like Secret Santa exchanges and I don't necessarily need like another Starbucks card and I get it like I'm always happy to have one but you never open it being like oh yeah great uh-huh. but I feel like I, I always look for things that again like I didn't know this existed and it existed and now you have it because I bought it for you and I feel like this tiny hot pink speaker like fits the bill for that and it was I was really afraid that like the Bluetooth setup was going to be difficult because I feel like inexpensive electronics always kind of give you a hard time when you're trying to pair it with something. And it passed the test. It was very, very efficient. So can't recommend this enough.
1: Oh, good. Grace, what are you bringing to your office Secret Santa?
0: So I have a few and I think it depends on who my recipient is. But First of all, I love this thing called the Love Scrub. It's spelled L-U-V-S scrub. I have it on my a review of it on my blog. They are a small black-owned business based in Brooklyn. It's like a washed cloth, but it um it has this really special texture to it. It's not plasticky. It feels like silky like fabric, but it um it exfoliates so well. Um, I I just like keep those on hand to give to people because they're the best. My next one is the Necessaire Eucalyptus Body Wash. It smells so good. It smells like the spa. Who doesn't want to smell like they're at the spa? Um, I love it so much. And then the last one is a book. It's called Big Macs and Burgundies. And it's all about wine pairings, but with realistic food items. And I think, you know, now that we're locked down and we're like doing a lot That's more takeout, so cool. like why not like kind of like splurging on a nice candle? Why not have a nice bottle of wine with your t- with your at-home takeout? So mm-hmm. I think the book is just so clever and like really like just thoughtfully done. And I would give that to like any secret Santa on my list because unless they didn't drink and then I'd get them the body wash. <laughs>
1: That's so cute. So I cheated. I set the rules where I was like under $20, and I thought this thing was under $20, but I looked it up, and it's not. It's $29. So okay, this has legitimately changed my life. It's called the Hyper Chiller from Amazon. Have you guys heard of this? Okay. No. No. Okay. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. So basically, what it does is it chills any beverage in 60 seconds. Oh, wow. So I use it to make iced coffee on like an almost daily basis. And you can take hot coffee, put it in, and it's iced coffee in 60 seconds. And it's basically this cylinder. And then there's like – and then there's an inside compartment where you put the liquid. And in between, you put water and then you keep it in the freezer so it is ice. And then there's another component that dips into the beverage that's ice. It sounds like an ice cream
0: maker almost, but not – but that's like you just described the componentry of my ice cream
1: maker. Yeah, but it's like a small one cup thing. So yeah. it chills it in 60 seconds. So smart. You can also use it for wine or I don't know what else you would want to chill really fast. But it is life changing. That's and a it, great gift. That sounds amazing. I feel like anyone who likes iced coffee. It's I'm looking
2: like, it up right now. What a good idea.
1: It's changed my life. I bought it on Prime Day two years ago as like a weird impulse purchase and it, I didn't open it for forever. I was like, why did I buy this thing? And then I finally put it together and I was like, oh, no, this is going to change my life. Yeah, I like that. So I feel like if anyone is an iced coffee drinker, like that would be a great practical unisex mm-hmm. gift. Can I add one more? Yeah, that I just thought of. Um There is an Etsy
2: shop um called the Delancey Collective and she does resin coasters um and resin barrettes that have like glitter in them and then she uses like letter uh beads to do like funny saying saying so she has one that's like a Shit's creek one the um the alexis song lyrics oh my god um uh she has like let's see like clueless quotes she has like a vote barrette that had like blue red and white stars in it she had a black and gold one that said, I Descent." There, there. It's one coaster, but you can get, you can get sets made, but it's $13 per coaster. And if you know somebody like at work, like likes a specific show or like love, you know, you, you like, you do know things about the people you work with, right? Like you're not super close with them, but you can like garner things about their personalities. This is like a cute way to be like personalized without having to be like intimate about it. They are adorable. I got one. I got two coasters for a friend for my friend who I'm doing Christmas with this year that were like personalized, um, and so she makes them. That like she makes them with quotes that she's picked on it, but you can also do custom orders. And I just thought that was really cute. And when I first saw these, I was like, "These are genius! I wish I knew how to make them myself."
1: I um, think that you just solved gifting for one person on my list. With oh those. my
2: god, yay!
1: That's exciting. I have to I have to look them up, but I I know somebody that this would be perfect for.
2: Oh, perfect! Well, I'm so glad to hear it. Great. But I love I love this. Like just I think coasters are cute. And also it's like um, you know, it's like a coffee table thing where, you know, if any like when someone comes to your house, if people are coming to your house, they'll be like, Oh my god, what's this? And it's a nice little decor piece too.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So I feel very inspired. Like I've gotten a lot of good new gift ideas. And I hope everyone <laughs> listening has too. But Caroline, before we let you go, you have earned your very own desperation minute in the tradition <laughs> of our podcast. Can yep. you tell people where they can find you, what they can do for you, what day your podcast drops? Sure. Yeah. So new
2: episodes of G Thanks Just Bought It are the drop, they drop every Friday. Um, the episode that grace and Becca are going to be on is going to be our one year episode. It's on black Friday this year, which is also my 33rd birthday. Um, so as a gift, if you could subscribe to the podcast or go follow um, the podcast on Instagram at gthanksjustboughtitpod just bought it pod or the Facebook group, which is private, but you can, um, Request an invite very easily. Uh, it's just G. Thanks just bought it on Facebook. Just join in. I would love to see Bad on Paper fans there. I feel like there's a good crossover um, with both of our audiences. And yeah, I mean, my plea, my plea up until about three weeks ago was just getting the Instagram account to ten thousand so I could finally do swipe up because I was so sick of doing Lincoln bio. But now I have swipe up, so I just feel totally fulfilled. Um, so the only thing that I would want is. If anyone feels compelled to join the G Thanks community, we would love to have you there.
1: Go do all that. All right, Caroline, you have been the best guest. Thank you for sharing all of your gift rects with us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to get this. I'm
2: so excited to buy everything, but this coffee cooler is going to be, I think I'm going to buy like five of them.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm excited.
0: All right, let's get into some end matter, please. How about Instagram? Who are you following on Instagram this week?
1: You're going to be into this. So it is. A, I'm not sure if it's a hotel or like an Airbnb in Bali, and it is beautiful. It's these tree houses, and there's two tree houses, and the Instagram handle is Sky Joglo. I have no confidence that I am pronouncing that correctly, but it's spelled oh. S-K-A-I-J-O-G-L-O. Oh, my God. This place was made for Instagram. I know. Isn't it amazing? That
0: little pool in, in the treehouse. It has a
1: treehouse with a pool, you guys. It's so cute. So I'm just feeding my wanderlust by just finding random luxury hotel experiences that I can someday travel to.
0: Wow. It's really beautiful.
1: So beautiful. And I really want to go to Bali. So I I followed them real quick to just like keep on my radar. Yeah. What's yours?
0: So my first one is... Doug Emhoff, which is it's Douglas Emhoff. He is going to be the second man. It's Kamala's husband.
1: Have we decided? Is that the the correct term? I think it is. I don't. I've heard. What else have you heard? I've heard second gentleman. Oh, second gentleman. Not, I don't know. I but I, I don't know that there's an agreed
0: upon. I don't think term. it's been agreed upon yet. So yeah. he's either the second man or the second gentleman. And I just really like following him because he's so supportive of her, and it's really cute. And then my second one is, his name is Ronan Boralak, and it's spelled R-O-N-A-N-B-O-U-R-O-U-L-L-E-C. And he just has really cool paintings. I was um, on Instagram, and Tanya Taylor always shows really cool artists on her Instagram, and I always end up following them too. But he makes these really cool posters, and they're actually like pretty affordable. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, loved him. How about off of Instagram?
1: Okay, mine are both TV. I watched a disgusting amount of TV this past weekend, and I have zero regrets. I've seen both of these, so you're not that disgusting. But I watched it about 24 hours, both of these. Amazing. So the first one is Dash and Lily, which is a holiday-themed show on Netflix, which is based off of a YA book. I think there's two books. Oh, I didn't know that. The series. Yeah. And it's a very New York City e show. It actually made me super nostalgic for non-quarantine New York City, me too. But it's very cute. It's about um these two teenagers. they're seventeen, and Lily leaves a notebook in the strand with a bunch of clues in it to find a cute boy and then dashes the boy who finds the notebook. So cute, very holiday e. I think there are seven or eight episodes. I watched it in one sitting. I liked it so much. It is the best Christmas content I have consumed this year so far. It's very good. Very good. Then the second thing I watched was The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. I like that even more than Dash and Lily. They're totally different. They're yeah. d- I don't think I could compare them and decide which one I liked better. But so The Queen's Gambit is new, and I've been hearing about it everywhere, and it did not look like my type of show. And even after having watched it, it is definitely not my type of show. But I was just so curious because of how much buzz there was around it and how good everyone was saying it was. So on Saturday night, after I finished Dash and Lily, I put on the first episode and I was like just so hooked and needed to know what happens. And I loved the show. I couldn't do anything yesterday because I needed to finish it. It was so good. I felt the same way because it
0: is my type of show, but I don't care about chess. So right. I was like,
1: I don't care about chess. Why would I watch this?
0: It just really hooks you.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. It's about a girl who's an orphan in well, – I guess she would have been an orphan in the 50s. And then she's a teenager in the 60s and is a chess prodigy. So she's going to all these tournaments and um, becoming like a grandmaster of chess in a very male-dominated chess world in the 60s. Also, the clothes are insane. The costuming is so good. Her outfits are so good. So good. The acting is great. It was it was really phenomenal. And take this from somebody who this is not my wheelhouse whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. What are yours?
0: So my first one is bras from a brand called Cup, but it's spelled C U U P. Mm -hmm. And um so for bras, I'm really loyal to Third Love for t-shirt bras. Then I really love Rx a r a k s for bralettes, but sometimes you want something in between, like a bra that has underwire, but it is um not lined or like you know with the light padding. So these are like really pretty unlined bras, and they're so comfortable, but they're also like really supportive and just like nice and pretty. They're I've really, seen them really on pretty. Instagram; they're really pretty. They're so pretty. So i I'd seen them so many places, and then I was reading Wit and Delight um, back in September, and I ordered a bunch of them, and I really like them. So that's my obsession. And my other one is a TV one. Southern Charm is back. Season seven is here. And I am just really enjoying it. They've brought on some new cast members. Um, It is it's trash, but it's it's my trash.
1: I'm so happy for you. Yeah. What about what have you been reading?
0: So I finished Christina Lauren's In A Holiday's. Um, and right now I'm reading The Cousins by Karen McManus.
1: Oh, that's next on my list. It is so good. That one doesn't come out until December 1st. So yes. that's an early release.
0: Yeah. So that, it's about these cousins that don't know each other. And they go to their grandmother, who's like really, really wealthy, invites them to this little island. It's like off the coast of Cape Cod um, to their to her resort to like work there for the summer to get to know her. And apparently there's a big mystery because at some point she disinherited all of their parents. And she, all she said was, you know what you did. So we're, like, trying to unravel the mystery.
1: Oh, I'm excited. We have recently learned that I love a quirky grandma. We know that I love rich teenagers. She doesn't seem quirky as much as she oh. seems, like,
0: kind of a bitch. Even still. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. I'm, like, I I would say, like, 100 pages in, and I really like it. Okay. And then on the nonfiction front, I'm still reading Joyful um, by Ingrid Fetel Lee. Um, I like really read, like... A couple chapters every week like it's a it's a slower book because it's pretty it's like it's, it feels like very academic uh, the way that she talks about the way that objects and aesthetics can bring joy into our lives and then i'm also just casually reading this ralph lauren coffee table book um because it's fun to learn more about him and polo bar and like all of all of the things that he's created cool but what are you reading right now
1: So I read two books in the past week, and both of them came from a thread in the Bad on Paper Facebook group. So I was talking about um, how I read Kitchens of the Great Midwest a couple of weeks ago and how that had come from a recommendation From somebody else in the group who had just said that it was highly underrated. And so I asked in the group, what are your favorite books that you feel like didn't get enough buzz when they were released or are underrated in general? And so I ended up buying a whole slew of books from this thread. And two of them are the books that I read this week. So the first one is a book called Headliners by Lucy Parker. And it's a romance and it's part of a series of books that are all set in London and it's different famous people in London, fictional famous people. So this one centers around two newscasters. I didn't love it. I will tell you, honestly. So not sure I recommend, but if you're a really big romance reader and you're looking for something, like worth checking out. And then the second one was wonderful. So this book was called The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Clune. Had never heard of it, had never seen it before. And it came up in this thread and a bunch of people like plus one did. And whenever I see a bunch of people jump onto the bandwagon for a book I haven't heard of, I'm always intrigued. And it's about magical kids. And I haven't read a magic book this year. Oh, So I was extra intrigued. It is so sweet. So the book is about a man who works at this regulatory body for magical youth and he's like a very boring man like it almost is kind of like a man called ove book like he has a very small life and he's like kind of sad um and he's gay and um he gets sent to this orphanage to inspect and report on this orphanage for all of these like highly dangerous magical youth oh and um he goes there and he ends up spending a Um, I think a month there with the man who runs the orphanage and then these six kids who are all deemed to be like incredibly dangerous youth. And it is so heartwarming and so sweet. And it, it very much is like a book about inclusion. It's a little heavy handed at times, but the book was so, so sweet. So if you're looking for something heartwarming and you like books about magic, like I think you'll like this.
0: Cool. And if you guys need a book to read, come read our November book club pick with us, which we'll be talking about next week.
1: We are reading Destination Wedding by Dick Shabasu. This book is kind of a quirky, complicated family book, and it's about a woman who is Indian but grew up in the United States and is going back to India for a cousin's huge, lavish wedding. And she goes to this wedding along with her best friend, and both of her parents are there who are now divorced and are seeing other people. And a ton of hijinks ensue. It's The book is both entertaining and also has a lot to say about growing up between two cultures. And so I'm very excited to discuss the book. And then we also will have a bonus episode with the author, Dick Shabasu, the day after our book club. Yes. So excited for that as well.
0: Um. So in the meantime, if you want more of us, follow us on Instagram We're at Bad on Paper Podcast. Um, join our Facebook group. You can find it by just searching Bad on Paper podcast on facebook if you want to follow me i'm at grace atwood and then i also have a blog thestripe.com,
1: and i'm on instagram at becca m freeman and my other podcast RomCom pods we just wrapped up season two so if you haven't listened already you can go back and binge the whole thing if you're going on a holiday road trip or need some entertainment all right guys see you next week bye bye